Hey guys, welcome to Somebody's Mama Podcast. We're your host, Kendra. And Nicole. Thank you for joining us for another episode. As you guys can see, we have a little bit of a different setup today. Um, my kids are under the weather and I'm just getting over a cold. So we are in separate locations today, but we are still both here. And you guys, if you want to watch us on YouTube, we're still going to be uploading on YouTube. It just looks a little different. Yes. So we also wanted to say happy Women's History Month. Today is actually, when you guys are listening to this, this is International Women's Day, uh, March 8th. So happy Women's Day. Yes, happy International Women's Day. <laughs> and you guys know we are a woman-led, woman-owned podcast. So of course we had to celebrate. So this episode is pretty much going to be dedicated to highlighting some of the women who um, are currently inspired us, have inspired us personally um, within our careers, and um, just women in mainstream media who have also been just killing the game. Yes. So we kind of wanted to kick it off with some women who made history um, in 2022. And one of those women, the first one that we wanted to highlight was Miss Quinta Brunson. If you guys don't know, Quinta, she started off on BuzzFeed, you guys. Mm -hmm. um, you remember when BuzzFeed was like super duper popping, like all over Facebook? It was, they always had like the funny skits and things like that. Well, what was the, um, the meme she had? It was, uh, she was at the movies. <laughs> you, did you see that, Nicole? She was yeah. at the movies. I don't remember it, but I remember how big BuzzFeed was. And I remember seeing yeah. her on BuzzFeed, but I don't remember like all of her different, you know? So the one that made her, I feel like that made her the most popular was um, she was at the movies with this guy and he was super duper tall. And uh, they walk into the movies and they walk up to the concession stand <laughs> and he was like, uh, can I get a large popcorn? She was like, a large? <laughs> And he was like, in a large soda. She was like, he got money. <laughs> <laughs> so it like just took off. It was so hilarious. So that was like kind of one of the first things that like people really started noticing like who she was. And from there, she just kept going up and up and up. And she has her own show called Abbott Kenny Elementary, which I think is hilarious. So funny. Um, hilarious. So funny. Uh, but she became, in 2022, she became the first Black woman to receive three Emmy nominations in a comedy category in year one of her sitcom. So, and I believe she is a producer, a writer, like everything, director, everything on the sitcom. And it's so funny. Like, she's literally killing the game. So, and she's a young lady. I don't know how old she is, but she's a young lady. Um, so we definitely wanted to highlight her. Yes. And also want to take a moment to highlight Miss Angela Bassett. The queen, honey. <laughs> okay. She's the first actor, woman and men, okay, mm -hmm. to receive an Academy Award nomination mm -hmm. in a Marvel film. And so she yeah. is due. Okay. She should have won a long time ago. And right. she's up this weekend for the Oscars. So she better win. 
Yeah, because she she killed the role. Like, yeah. oh my gosh. I was really surprised that Woman King didn't get nominated. I guess I'm not really surprised, but like, I don't think that movie got any nominations. You know, I feel like hmm, they've been really trying to open up to more like black actors and whatnot, mm-hmm. but I feel like they, uh, how do you say it? Like, it was too many black women. Up yeah. There. <laughs> it was like, okay, we already owe Angela Bassett. Uh, right. And so they were just, they're just being stingy. I feel the same because that movie was phenomenal. I just watched it again. Um, another- yeah, I have seen it because I don't, I only like to watch comedies, but you I need know to watch I that one. Really watch it. Yeah, you need to watch that one. I believe it's on Netflix now. Okay. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you have to watch it. It's literally so good. Movies like that, I normally don't watch over and over again, but I could watch that one over and over again because it's just so powerful. Okay, that's um, says that it's really powerful. Yes, it it, it really is. Um, another um, woman that we wanted to highlight was uh, Cheryl Lee Ralph. Mm-hmm. Um, at the 74th Primetime Emmy Award, Cheryl Lee Ralph became the first Black woman to win the award for Outstanding Supporting Actress in a comedy series in 35 years. Like, as we were, like, researching these things, I was like, this is really sad because yeah, it really is. <laughs> we have so many, like, phenomenal Black actresses, um, but a lot of them don't get the opportunity, especially in, like, sitcoms these days. You know, she was in a sitcom back in the day on Moesha, um, which she did really, really well in that role. But back then, those roles were not getting nominations like that either. Right. So um, it's sad that that's the first Black woman in 35 years. But shout out to her because she does do a really good job on that show, too. She does. Um, um, and she also was, uh, what's it called? She was in um, the original Dreamgirls, right? I think so. Yeah. I don't remember don't quote me on that. I think she so. played the Beyonce role, I believe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she's really good. Um, that show is just hilarious. Like the writing, the jokes. Like I feel like if you like The Office, then like you will be like cracking up if you haven't seen that show. Abbott Elementary. But yeah, so we just wanted to give those facts just to kick off our Women's History Month episode. But now we're going to move into our weekends. Uh, We know that we missed last week. We had another medical emergency. Um, (laughs) You guys know we have these kids and we do record week to week. So when emergencies and things happen, we just kind of have to like roll with it. So thank you guys for being forgiving. Yes. And not chewing our heads off. So speaking of last week, <clears throat> we had to miss because my one-year-old almost took out my eye. Tried to take her out, y'all. So first of all, I was finishing up moving that whole day. Mm-hmm. It was raining. I go to put my one-year-old in her car seat. Mm-hmm. And as I'm putting her in the car seat, she pulls the drawstring of my jacket, which was elastic. Oh my god. I didn't know she was holding on to it. So mm-hmm. I put her into her seat. She let go and it hit my eye. When you told me that, I could literally feel it because I'm like, those things hurt so bad. <laughs> like, no, it was 
and it was at the top up here. Oh my gosh. And so I had to wear sunglasses for like a week. Terrible. I was wearing sunglasses for a week in the house, outside the house. Like when I would go outside mm -hmm. and had to drive, I would be like this. Oh my gosh. So then you have three kids in the car. And then when it happened, it was at nighttime. So I didn't realize mm -hmm. at nighttime how bad it was because there's no light. So right. dark, it was had less pain in the dark, right? Mm -hmm. but the next day when the sun came out, it was, it was burning. And then it just kept getting worse every day. Did it give you like a black eye too? Or was it just very painful? No, it was just very painful. It was just sensitive to light. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just really sensitive to light. And even just in the house with the lights, like it was just painful. Just going to try and take a shower. I had to shower in the dark. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> no, like it was just, it was, it was. It was painful. It yeah, was painful. that was a lot. She, I was like, hey, girl, we meet for the podcast. She's like, I have an eye injury. I'm like, an eye injury? <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> That's what I thought. Like, I thought, you know, each day it should get better, you know? Yeah. And then, yeah. I don't know, it was like the third or fourth day. And thankfully, my husband came home because my husband was also out of town. Mm -hmm. So, like, on my third or fourth day, and I woke up and it got worse. I just was, I just had a breakdown. Like, I just like was crying. But then the crying kind of made, made it feel like it was healing my eye a little bit. It was hydrating it. It probably was really dry too. Yeah. So that it was just, I don't wish that on nobody. That was, it was painful. But luckily I could always see. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. Cause if you couldn't see, then it was like, okay, well you need to go like to the hospital. Yeah. And everybody was like, just go to the hospital, go to the hospital or go see a doctor. But I was like, I can still see, like, I feel like I just got hit in the eye. Yeah. But I could still see. Yeah. It was just like sore. Yeah. It was basically sore and sensitive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You made it through to the other side. <laughs> yeah, I made it through. So basically this past week I've been trying to just relax, mm -hmm. take a breather, get things done that didn't get done because I couldn't see. Well, I could see, but I was just, it was too painful to do anything. Mm -hmm. So this week I've just been getting caught up and uh, probably by Friday I'll be back on track. But yeah. yeah, what about you, Kendra? Oh, and then. As I couldn't, as I was in that much pain, my business started to pick up. Oh, I was having oh an email gosh. with one eye. He's like, Yeah, I was emailing like this with sunglasses <laughs> on. So, like this, with sunglasses <laughs> on, having an yes. email. <coughs> it I'm was, sorry. I'm like, Why would I just now get, start to get, just start to get super busy? It was, it was, yeah. But, anyways. Yes. That, that's what I've been dealing with. But what about you, Kendra? That is crazy. Um, I don't really remember what, what I did last week. Um, but yeah, on Friday or Thursday, my, um, my three-year-old, when he came home from school, he was kind of like tired and everything. And then that night he came down with a fever. So we were dealing with that. Um, and so he stayed home from school Friday, but by Saturday morning, he was feeling a little bit better. And then um, I had plans to, as you guys can hear, I'm a little congested as well, because, you know, when your kids get sick, they give it to you somehow. A lot of times I can avoid it. Like, 
I try to, you know, do my best to avoid it. But when they have a fever, it's really hard to like, because, you know, they need more comforting and like stuff like that. So you have to get closer to them. Um, so, yeah, I, I never got a fever or anything, but I did um, catch the germ. So I was a little bit congested. But um, I had already made plans to cash in my Valentine's Day gift. <laughs> <laughs> Which was um, a Berkeley uh, certificate to the spa. Excuse me. So I scheduled a facial and a massage. And then I also uh, went ahead and got me a hotel. You guys know I like to go. (laughs) (laughs) So I did um, my like little 24-hour self-care day this weekend. Um, so that was really nice. I was kind of like going back and forth because I'm like, oh my gosh, if Bryson's still with the fever, I'm not going to go because it's a lot like, you know, and then I'm like, it's going to get passed to the other kid and it's just too much. But thank God his fever broke. He was fine. Um, while I was away, my husband did text me and say that our other son's nose started running, but he had everything under control. So it was fine, but I had a great time at the spa. Um, a great just relaxing weekend. Like I literally did nothing. I went to took myself to dinner. Um, and that was cool. And then I just chilled out in the hotel and like literally did nothing. I got a late checkout, laid up, watch TV, watch YouTube videos. <laughs> I did not want to leave. And then I also tried Kava for the first time. Have you been to Kava? You know what? When you posted that, I was like, wow, I've never been to Kava. Like I've seen Okay, last week I saw you eat it and I saw like two other influencers eat it. And I was like, why have I never gone in there? Yeah, it's super popular now. Like my husband told me about it a long time ago because we don't have one like near our home, but Mm -hmm. he had one by his old um, office. So he used to go there all the time for lunch and he used to tell me about it. Like it's so good. Yeah, I was never like in close enough proximity to like just want to swing by, but it's been all over TikTok. Um. So I was like, let me go try it. It sounds like it's up my alley because I love like Chipotle. Yeah. Um, and anything with pickled onions, I'm sold. So I went and stopped by Kava and got us some bowls on the way home. It was really delicious. Really? Okay. There's one I pass by all the time. So I'll have yeah, to. Yeah. There's one right over in Anaheim. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I like to go to yeah. that market. Yeah, it was lovely though. I really liked the hotel. I stayed at the JW Marriott by um by Disneyland. How was that? I was wondering. Really nice. Really, really nice. And if, if you go to Disneyland, it's a good place to stay because they have the trundle beds in the room. So like if you take your kids, yeah, there is like where the sofa is, it also pulls out into a trundle. Oh, nice. Yeah, so um I hurt my son. Sorry, guys. Also, you guys, um, my kids are still homesick and my husband's out of town. So if I have to like <laughs> go check on them, just don't mind me. Okay. And by the yeah. time you see this video, the husband's back in town. Yeah, he's back in town by the time you guys see the video, but um, I'm kind of like listening out for them. <laughs> but yeah, great weekend overall. <laughs> okay. Now let's get into these mama moments. Okay, listen. So I had a really awesome mama moment this past week because um, as I've shared on here, um, I'm a business owner, right? We both mm-hmm. are. And um, 
my son comes home from school and he's like, yeah, so uh, I started a business. And I was like, you did? And he okay. was like, yeah. Um, I, 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 it's Austin shop. And he opens up his backpack and he has all these lollipops and pins. And he's like, yeah, you know, they can give me money or they could trade me for something. I'm all whispering because I'm at home. Uh -oh. so, <laughs> I don't mean to be whispering. I'm, I'm like, where did he get the lollipops from? <laughs> we had lollipops in our house. Uh-huh. So he was at school trading the lollipops. And then one day after school, I see him just surrounded by a bunch of kids because he's trading the lollipops. And then he gets in the car and he's like, yes, so-and-so gave me this and I traded them for this. And then, then before you know it, the next day he's like, yeah, so the, the teacher said, I can't take money. I can only trade. So kids are bringing all these different things to school. And then he's like, the next day, he's like, yeah, this kid, he tried to give me a $100 bill. And I didn't believe it was a real $100 bill. So I asked his mom, is it a real $100 bill? And his mom is like, I don't know. And I didn't give him the lollipop because I didn't know if it was a real $100 bill or not. <laughs> Oh, and that's the mama trying to scam too. It's like my, I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 a particular child that, of course. Yeah. So, um, so then I get a call by the end of the week, right? Oh my god! And they're like, yeah. So, um, first of all, your son, he's not in trouble, but we, you know, we can't we can't um do the training anymore. We can't do the selling of the shop because we got a hand. You know, we don't want somebody to accidentally trade something and get somebody sick. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's a good point. Right. Or trade something they're not supposed to. Like, remember that kid brought their mom's wedding ring to school? Yeah. Or, like, people bring the, their parents' little fruity snacks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, my goodness. So then I told him to stop. But then today he was like, yeah, so so-and-so gave me. I was like. <laughs> you little hustler. <laughs> I'm a hustler. I'm a, I'm a hustler. So I told my husband, look, we got to find a different business for him to do. Yeah. He needs a lemonade stand or something. Yeah. So we talked about the lemonade stand. Mm -hmm. um, we talked about sporting events, putting out his candy for sporting events or something like that. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like the middle schoolers, they have the little sporting events and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then it was so funny because he was just like, yeah, everybody likes this one candy. And I told him before he got in trouble, I was like, we can get you some ring pops. <laughs> I thought about it and I thought my husband, I was like, you know what? We should let him get his own vending machine. Yeah. Yeah. So um, does the school have vending machines? You know what? I don't know. I'm going to ask them. I'm going to ask them. That's a good question because they have middle schoolers. So I think they do. I think they do. But um, I'm going to try and find a spot that he could put his vending machine. Yeah. And so then ha have something where he gets to fill it up. And yeah. He can restock it and everything. Yeah. <clears throat> I need some water. <clears throat> How funny would that be? So we're working on it. That is so funny. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I didn't bring any water in here. Um, my mama moments. You guys, I always struggle to remember because <laughs> I'm supposed to write them down and I don't. Um, oh yeah, I was gonna talk about Bryson, little Mr. Bryson. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you guys know if you listened to a couple episodes ago, Bryson does have a speech delay, so he doesn't talk very much, but 
he is so mischievous sometimes. Like he is really coming into his personality. And um, I just started noticing that like he'll do things intentionally to um, like get a reaction out of me. Mm-hmm. And so he has like this little activity table um, that is set up like in the play area. And so I tell him all day long, Bryce, and get down, Bryce, and get down. But today he tried me, y'all. He really <laughs> tried me. Like he he looked back at me, smiled. I said, Bryson, don't get up there. No, Bryson. He climbs up on top of the table and he's literally, it's, there's nothing for him to hold on to. That's why I don't like him standing on the table. And it's not very sturdy. It's like a, um, not Fisher Price, but like a, you know, a little play thing, plastic. Yeah. Excuse me. So. He stands on top of the thing and he looks back at me and I'm like, Bryson, no, get down. And then he starts like cracking up laughing. <laughs> I was like, Bryson, no, like don't be, don't look at me like that. And so He's I'm like, like, walking over and I'm trying not to laugh because his little smirk on his face is so cute. Yeah. And he has on his little footy pajamas because it's a sick day. So they're in their pajamas today. And I'm like, this little boy is something else because he literally only has like five words. So when he does stuff like that, I'm just like, oh, you know what you're doing. Oh, yeah. The person he knows exactly what he's doing. He knows exactly what he's doing. So Mm -hmm. he jumps down when I walk over and then it's just a game all day long now. So I took the, the table and I turned it over. And then what did he do? He flipped it right back over on its legs. And I'm like, oh, he played me. <laughs> he said, he said, don't let the speech delay fool you. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, you play games. I said, no, no. And then he just starts laughing and runs away. So I'm like, oh my gosh, it's such a journey with him because um, he's just really coming into his personality. And I think sometimes because he has a speech delay, we kind of like treat him like a baby sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, no, he knows exactly what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's just like a mom thing too, because even mm-hmm. um Araya, it's like she's about to turn two, and I'll be mm-hmm. like, You're a baby. She'd be like, I'm not a baby. I said, <laughs> You're a baby. She goes, No. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I'm a big girl. <laughs> yes, you're a baby. <laughs> no. Rai Rai done been here before. She has <laughs> she has been ahead of the game. Okay. She's <laughs> running the whole house. Yes, she is so cute. Okay, so now we're going to move into um, back into our Women's Day episode. Um, And today we kind of just wanted to continue to highlight some women who are inspirational to us. Um, Some of these women we have kind of like followed throughout our life and some just more recently um, who we just kind of like wanted to highlight. You want to kick it off? Yeah. So our first is the one, the only Miss Tia Mori. Yes. <laughs> and as we all know, Tia is recently divorced, but we've mm. been following Tia since she was a girl on Sister Sister. Yes. And it's just so cool to see how she's evolved and the way she that she lives her life is so 
inspirational from the way she's gone about her career. Like mm -hmm. it used to be that she was always fighting for the roles, right? She was mm -hmm. fighting for the roles. She's going against everybody to get more work. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, you know what? I can do YouTube. I can write a book. I can yep. make my own way. I don't have to keep fighting for everyone else to approve of me and what I do. Mm -hmm. I can just pave my own way and do my own thing. Yep. And as a business owner, that's something that really inspires me because so often we look at what everybody else is doing right. and realize we should just focus on what we need to be doing because right. we're the only one of ourselves, right? Right. And so Tia always inspires me with that, just paving her own way, mm -hmm. doing her own thing. And yeah. of course, she shows how amazing she is as a mother mm -hmm. and how, you know, having to balance going through a divorce and being a mom mm -hmm. and you just really tell that she's really coming into like her full self right now, you know? Yeah. Yep. Like, she just did a, a, a reel recently mm -hmm. and she was like drinking wine and she's just like super unbothered. She was, oh, uh, what? She was in a, um, like a onesie the other day. Mm -hmm. Man, she is literally living her life out loud. Like yeah. I feel like that is so what's so inspirational about just like kind of like following her life now is like we've seen her through different phases and like I just looked at the list and the people all the people that we are naming are well most of the people that we're naming are mothers and I feel like that is like something that's like most inspirational to me is because she continued to she put her kids first but she also continued to thrive in her career in whatever lane she decided that she wanted to do. Like Nicole said, she didn't worry about fighting for the roles anymore. She created her own lane. I like to cook. I like to do decor. I like to, you know, be in front of a camera. I'm going to make my own show. Like, you know, she incorporated her family into it. And then she's like dancing. She's like, I don't care if I look silly. Like, you know, I'm just going to do whatever I want to do. I'm going to switch up my hair. I'm going to like, you know. And I feel like, and even just watching her like body transformation, like after she had her kids, like she went through a time where she, you know, she had to really work hard to get her weight down and like even just being transparent through that. It was just like, you know, just following um, her life and kind of just seeing how she transitioned. It's all relatable, you know? <laughs> and even with her hair, like even her yeah. hair, like you can see her transition of, being more accepting of her curly hair, yeah. trying more styles. Like she really puts it out there in such a beautiful way where mm -hmm. she's, I guess, showing her growing pains, but they're still showing how she's going above it all and just being herself, you know? Yeah. It's humanizing. It's yeah. like, okay, I'm going through this, you know, but this is not going to stop me. I still have a life to live. I still have things to do. I still have goals to accomplish. And I think it's amazing for not only for like her, her, her fans to see, but for her children to see her family. And, um, you know, there's so many women now who are, I feel like the thing that I do really like about social media is that you can kind of curate what you want to see. Right. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the women that I follow, I have like watched their journey from like just getting started and then like seeing like the peaks and valleys and like to where they are now. And like, even with just women that are in my life, like friends, like not just like famous people or influencers, but like people that I actually know, um, 
just seeing them, a lot of them I wanted to put on this list too, but y'all don't know them, so it wouldn't really make sense. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but you know, just seeing people kind of like push past barriers and like just make their own lane is really inspiring. And I think, especially for me, because a lot of the things that I do, people who are not into that wouldn't understand it. Right. And so kind of like having those people as inspiration to like, keep pushing, stay consistent. If you stay at it, you know, you can get there. And the next person on the list is somebody who is the epitome of that. And that is Miss Tabitha Brown. I will say her name. (laughs) Auntie Tab. Okay. The fact that the whole world calls her Auntie Tab is crazy because it's like, she exudes that. Like she is that auntie. She is that motherly figure for some, like just the down home Southern, just like uh, her voice is like a hug. Mm-hmm. And um, I know I just remember her watching her. I think the first video I probably saw of her was making her avocado toast. Wow. And she would put all kind of stuff on her avocado toast, which was interesting for me because I never really cared for avocado toast. I'm like, who put avocado on bread? And that's it. Like, that's silly. <laughs> so she was like, Put your tomato on there. Put your little onion, a little pickle, honey. And I'm like, a pickle? I like all that stuff. I'm about to make me one. (laughs) (laughs) And so that she is like, I feel like for our time, she is one of the most inspirational women right now because, um, excuse me. But yeah, I feel like for our time, she is one of the most inspirational women because we have literally watched her from her kitchen. Yeah, literally, literally from her kitchen to being on Rachel Ray doing, you know, cooking segments on there to mm-hmm. having her own seasonings, to having her own clothing line, her own food. Mm-hmm. I mean, she just continued to elevate, but her story wasn't just an overnight success. Right. Like she has a phenomenal story of just grinding. Like she came here to be an actress and, um, you know, brought her whole family here and just her, her, um, the story of her marriage and like, you know, she's kind, she has bared it all. Yeah. And, you know, we watched her children grow up and like, um, just seeing the progression of her life is so inspirational, especially when she talks about, you know, the things that she did have to push through and she had to tell herself like, no, you can do this. You know, you have just keep moving forward, keep moving forward because so many things that happened in her life to where she should have quit. You know, yeah. the average person would have gave up and just got a job and just did whatever. But, you know, just believing in her talent, believing that God was going to pave the way for her and like make all these things possible is like what got her here today. And I feel like that's what makes a person inspirational. Yeah. Like, you know, watching someone's story from the ground up and like that, I feel like that's why America or people are so happy for her yeah. because <clears throat> we've really seen her push through. Yeah, I mean, she always talks about how she would just get on Facebook and there'd be no one watching and she'd yeah. show up and do her videos, still show yeah. up. And, and then just one day, one of her videos just took off. What I find inspirational about her is she's all about being authentic in yourself and knowing that you are enough. And I like that she never pigeonholes herself, you know, right. like 
she if she wants to work with Target and do the clothing line, she can do Target with the clothing line. Right. If she want to come out with the season, she can do the season. If she want to do the book, she can do the book. If she want to be a speaker, she can do the speaker. If yep. she wants to anything that she feels authentic to herself. Oh, her YouTube show, of course, with the yes. Oh, the, the children's show, amazing, amazing, amazing. Okay, so Abby, the avocado on the show is my favorite. Yes. I mean, the branding, everything, um, her hair care line. She has a hair care line. Like, she literally, like Nicole said, whatever she wants to do, she just began to start doing it. Like, yeah. also, they have a, um, I don't know if it's a podcast or if it's just like a segment on social media, but her and her husband do like Friday night chats or something like that. Yeah, it's like <coughs> a weekly YouTube video. Yeah. That- does with her husband and she did it for a long time and they kind of took a break and then they came back a couple months mm-hmm. ago but that's always kind of interesting to see the dynamic between her and her husband mm-hmm. and they get very um open and something that we were talking about earlier too is her daughter and recently tab was being interviewed and they asked her daughter a question about her mom mm-hmm. and her daughter was basically saying, <coughs> her daughter was basically saying you know, she's my mom, but I also recognize that she is a human being. She's a mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was so beautiful to give her space and give her grace. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like that's something I talk about a lot, like two podcast, two podcast episodes or so ago mm-hmm. where I was saying like, I hope that children can get older basically and give their parents grace mm-hmm. and make didn't do as good of a job or they did a horrible job mm-hmm. but to humanize her mom and to yes. realize that she was like yeah she's my mom but she's still tab like she's mm-hmm. still with her own you know she's my mom the way she shared her mom with the world yes absolutely and still did it in a way where she recognizes that like tab is my mom but you know this is my mom but tab is still tab like she, yeah. I, I just found that to be she's a like, she's a person i have to get like you said I have to give her grace i have to have understanding that she has life things happen with her and you know i have to have understanding and i think as you grow older that is something if you want to realize it it's something you will realize cuz i had that own epiphany with my mom just like yeah. realizing that you know we hold our moms to a different standard And it's like, at the end of the day, they're human. They have feelings. They have to go through life. Their life doesn't just stop, start and stop at being your mom. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes we have to give them grace and how they move about things. And like, they're getting, you know, they're getting older and like things like that. Um, Those are all realizations that I had to have about my own mom. But like, you know, like you said, humanizing her because, we don't see our moms as being like a person. They're our mom. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. I need you to do this or mama, can you call? Can you do, <laughs> you know, it's like, you're my mom, you know? Yeah. So, um, But yeah, I think that's something you realize too when you have your own kids because you'd be like, dang, I am not your servant. I am like, you know. Yeah, like I got a life too. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, I think her relationship with her daughter is beautiful as well. Um, you know, it's just, I think it's so important to see these type of stories and these type of families because it's so relatable. Yeah. You know, like when you are able, when you're able to see someone from the beginning 
get to where they are and grind it out, it makes it feel attainable. Yeah, it does. It really does. Um, Another person, go ahead, your turn. Oh, okay. Our next person is, okay. This young lady is super inspirational, first of Mm -hmm. all. But Supa Scent, mm-hmm. she's known online as Supa Scent. Mm-hmm. But this is the crazy thing about Supa Scent, okay, that is also inspiring. I remember when she first started on Instagram mm-hmm. and she was just always posting like hilarious different videos, yes. little story times. Mm-hmm. And I actually came across her because one time I posted, I said, hey, my time, I was being, I was just being dramatic. And I was like, hey, my timeline is so boring. Mm-hmm. Um, Tag somebody who you think is funny. Uh-huh. And somebody tagged Super Scent. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote the person back on Instagram and I was like, oh my goodness, she's so funny. Thank you for sharing her with me. And then I followed her mm-hmm. and, and Super followed me back. Okay. So you got it early. <laughs> and then that was, um, you know, three accounts ago before she was, de- you know, her accounts got deleted multiple times. But anyway, right, right. But anyway, Supercent is an, um, a started off with story times, but now she has built a whole um, empire of empire. <laughs> Yeah. And you know what's so funny is it's so amazing when somebody can step in the door for one thing mm-hmm. and then flip it into something completely else. Yes. I think one of the things that I is really inspirational about, about watching her. Like, first of all, I love her. Like yeah. I started watching her. Um, I didn't really, I didn't really know who she was like on those Vine days and all that stuff. I wasn't really on Vine, but I guess she was really popular over there before she came to Instagram. But um, I used to be a makeup artist. And so when she came out with her makeup line, I was like all in, like, you know, um, I, I saw her before that though, when she was doing videos with like Tokyo and like, um, Judy and like stuff like that. So from seeing her there, just kind of being like an Instagram, like comedian type to, you know, I'm going to start a brand. And when she started her brand, like it just blew up. Like yeah. it was crazy. Like she couldn't keep the stuff off the shelves. And what I loved about her was that she is still so transparent. Like she showed every step of the way, like when she moved into different warehouses, like when, you know, she started to build on more products and like um, she gave chances to a lot of makeup artists to be crayon cuties and put them on and like put them on a platform. Um, But not only that, she put all her best friends on. Oh, really? I didn't know. Yes. Like her best friends that she grew up with. They are all like business owners, all CEOs of their own brands, and they're all very large brands. Mm-hmm. Um, one of her friends, dang, I can't remember the name of the um, the skincare line, Coda, Coda Skin. Oh, that's her best friend. Oh, and, I didn't know that. Coda Skin is huge. Like all yeah. the celebrities use it. Um, it's just a huge brand. Um, and then her other guy best friend, Black Smoke, he does. Yeah. The hookah, excuse me. <coughs> he does the tobacco-free hookah. Yeah. And his business is like crazy. He just bought her a Tesla for her birthday. Yeah, his business is crazy. I've seen that one. I mean, and she all she did was basically give them a formula. And you know, she always talks about how, like, you know, 
it's important to to put your people on that want to get put on, you know, and it's not like she, you know, hand walked them through every process, but she gave them a formula and it was up to them to execute. But she wasn't gatekeeping. She wasn't like, oh, I'm going to be the only rich one in the friend group. You know, like, no. And I just really love that about her. Um, and she just very open and transparent about the things she's going through. Like some stuff she's just a little bit too open with. But <laughs> um, something I notice is when um, she talks about Prayon mm-hmm. Beauty, she'll say that, um, like, she's very open about it. Like, she's like, mm-hmm. no, I don't run the page over there. Yeah. So, so does it. And she does a great job. Like, I remember her speaking about it one time and she was just like, so-and-so runs it. She does a great job. She picks it all out. Yeah. And being transparent because sometimes people act like, this is so annoying. Yeah. As business owners, like, when people get on Instagram and act like they do everything in their company, and it's like, come on, we know you don't. <laughs> but then they'll just be like, yeah, I just have an assistant, but I still have to do this, and I still do that, and I didn't know And you're like, it's okay not to. Yeah, it's okay. In fact, it's probably better not to. Yeah, that's what you hire people for. And like, she, you know, she gives a, she's on live all the time, so she's giving a whole insight oh, to her, oh, her whole operation, and her family runs it. Yeah. She has a lot of <clears throat> like her family members, like her mom, her sister. Her sister has her own business. Um, excuse me. Oh my gosh, you guys. <coughs> While still being, well, still having two kids mm-hmm. and recently engaged like a year mm-hmm. ago and currently and weight loss journey. Yeah. And their co-parenting dynamic is crazy. I was watching yeah. her live the other day and she's still really good friends with the fathers of her children. Well, yeah. I don't know about both of them, but she, I think, yeah, she's cool with yeah. both of them think so but um her son's father she um she picked up i guess her son and her her son and her son's brother which is her 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 son's father's son yeah her child um go to the same school so she literally picks up both of the kids and, she, you know, she's in the car with her, her fiance, her son, her son's brother, and then her daughter. And um, they're just all in the car going to get something to eat. Like, you know, and it's just so amazing that it's like, you know, this little boy ain't kin to her at all. He right. is her ex's child. And she in the car with her fiance, you know what I'm saying? And it's not weird. And so I just think that, you know, it's a great example of how life can be when you just, you know, you move on, you let stuff go and you just worry about co-parenting, you worry about being a family and just kind of like making stuff seamless. Like you can kind of make your life how you want it, you know? That's so true. A lot of times we overcomplicate things and we put our emotions into things where they don't belong. And I feel like a lot of times when she shows those things, it's a clear cut example of what your life can be with your exes and your, you know, the children that you have together. Like you can create the life that you desire. Like you don't, it doesn't have to be overly complicated, you know? Yeah. And it's, and what's beautiful again with Tia tab, Mm-hmm. And Supa, it's all within being themselves. Yes. They're not trying to be anybody other than themselves. And I think yeah. that's 
really and i know a couple of years ago people would always be like being authentic being authentic to the point where it just got overused and overkilled right but honestly they just show up as themselves and operate their businesses as themselves and i think that and that's and that's the main tip like you know, we're both content creators. And a lot of times you get these um, uh, things popping up on your For You page of how to blow up or whatever. Yeah. And currently, authenticity is the way to have your video go viral. Yeah. Like people are looking for authentic content. They're looking for you. They're looking for your personality. They want to see who you are. And um I think that's interesting because I feel like, I don't know about Instagram, but with TikTok, they really push people that are literally chilling, no makeup on, bonnet, just like talking. Yeah. Yeah. Being themselves. Yeah. And so um, now is the time more than ever to just be who you are and walk in your truth and, you know, do what you desire to do. And even if people aren't, aren't catching on yet, you know, just keep at it, be consistent. And like, those are the takeaways that I take from this stuff. It's like, you know, people not, may not get it yet. You might have to present it in a different way, but you just keep at it, be consistent, authentically be who you are. And when your time comes, it'll happen. Yeah. And that's just how it goes. Yep. And we have one final person on our list. Um, she is not um, technically a mother, but she's the mother of all mothers. No plan. <laughs> um, you don't put a lot of people through school, okay? Okay, okay. Uh, but she is someone who um, was both was inspirational to the both of us um, growing up. I remember writing papers on her. I remember. You know, when you get that question, like, who are you inspired by? My answer was always Oprah. Thank because, you. you know, you guys, I talked about it before. I, when I was younger, I always wanted to be a talk show host. <laughs> I used to watch them all. Ricky Lake, Sally, Jesse, Raphael, Oprah, everybody. Okay. But okay. Oprah was always my favorite because um, she was just so inspirational. She was... Um, always giving, always giving back, always opening up a space for people to share their stories, um, always giving back to the community and, you know, just being an example of where hard work can get you. Um, and so I feel like for me, that was like the main focus for me is like just seeing, and you know, back then we didn't see many black women on television with their own show. So for me, watching her be the only one in that category um, during daytime television was just like, wow, look at her, you know, like she's phenomenal. Um, And so that was always something that she was always somebody that I looked up to. Yeah, obviously, Oprah is by far one of the most inspirational women, one of the most inspirational women of our time. Right. Mm -hmm. And for me. I was the same way. Every day I would just get home and look forward to going to watch Oprah, especially in the summertime, because that's usually when I could watch it the most. Mm -hmm. And, um, well, anyways, um, when it comes to Oprah, I feel like she was so inspirational in the fact that she just gave, like, when we watched her when she was first starting to go up, right, we Mm -hmm. were 
practice, basically. Mm -hmm. And I feel like for our generation, she gave us the ability to say it's okay to be ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like she gave us the, like, it's okay to like your mind, like the, just the way your mind works, just the way. Yeah. It's okay to be loud. It's okay to have yeah. your personality. You don't have to hide who you are, yeah. you know, or, to be accepted. And to just be strong as an individual. Like mm -hmm. I just, there's so many times where I've written her letters. I still DM her to this day. I DM her. <laughs> I just DM her. One time I posted a picture of Oprah at Christmas. Uh -huh. I thought I took the photo of Oprah. Oh, wow. I, I don't know if I still have it up, but I posted this picture of Oprah in front of a Christmas tree and people are like, oh my gosh, can't believe you got to meet Oprah. And I was like, <laughs> so crazy, right? No, um, crazy. <laughs> I feel like she would bring so many people on that would teach us so many things like on a spiritual level as well as mm -hmm. just the human being, just about having awareness of ourselves and just mm -hmm. that ability to think bigger and to be yeah. able to think of the possibilities of life and just like the people that she would bring on her shows were just so powerful when it comes to mindset. I guess that right. was the thing for me. Like, yeah just breaking through those different thoughts and just having those positive thoughts and knowing that what you put out comes back to you. Like, um, obviously I went to church and stuff like that, but I don't know. She just brought, provided this balance, I guess. Yeah, no, for sure. And, you know, just changing people's lives as well. Like yeah. always giving big, you know, before Ellen was a thing, there was Oprah, you know, it's like, she always gave big and, um, the generosity of it, like yeah. just seeing people, just seeing her be that generous, and just and also she would always highlight like stay-at-home moms mm -hmm. took their like their business from the home to building it, and now in grocery stores or like yeah. she would always highlight a family that you know made things happen. Yeah, the way she would you know use her platform and people's books would go to number one. Yes. The Oprah you, effect. <laughs> yeah, the way Oprah's she, favorite getting on Oprah's list of favorite things was what was gonna make your business go crazy. And she still does it, and it still yeah. has effects on people's business. Um, obviously at that time it was a huge effect, but like even people down to um the skims owner when the skims not the skim, oh my goodness, I said skims. I mean the uh <laughs> oh, I feel bad. <laughs> um Oh my god, I feel so bad. But the girl before Skims, okay. Spanx? You know the, the underground Spanx. Right. Yeah, I remember when the Spanx girl came on her show, and just so many entrepreneurs, especially women entrepreneurs, that she put on, just amazing. Yeah. And speaking of women entrepreneurs, I just think that like it's amazing to see how far women have come, yeah. and. I was watching a, a TikTok the other day and she was just talking about how like, you know, the spaces that the way the world is, was built was not designed for women to be doing what they are doing today. Like we were not, there was no space for us. There was no, it wasn't written for us to be involved in any of these business ventures and, you know, just running the world. Okay. And I just think it's so amazing to like literally scroll down my timeline and just see like women with huge factories just like, you know, shipping their products 
across the world. And like, um, I know someone personally who started her business in her kitchen with, I think she said like $500 wow. and she is a multi-million, she has a multi-million dollar business, the number one um, hair serum in the world. Wow. And she is distributed all over the world, manufacturing like just crazy stuff. Like, you know, just seeing women, wow. literally women with an idea, like using your own two hands, not getting funding, not getting a man backing them, not like, you know, just literally figuring it out. Yeah. There's so many stories the now today yeah. of black women, especially in the entrepreneurial field, like just killing it. And it's like, if they could do it, I could do it. Why not me? You know? Yeah. And so I think it's just really empowering to see, um, Cause you know, before when somebody could tell you like, oh, you could do it, you could do it. Just put your mind to it. You could do it. They used to love to tell us that when we was kids. Right. But it was hard to like really conceptualize that when you didn't see it. But now it's in your face and you can see it. It would only be Oprah back then. Yeah. It's like, okay, but she's Oprah. Like, yeah. you know, and we're, you know, your kids, you don't really understand like how those things come about. But now it's literally in your face. You watch it from day one. Yeah. And then that that can push and drive you to say, I can start at any age. I can start at any phase in life. It doesn't matter, you know. And now, you know, people are literally here to teach you. You can go on YouTube and learn pretty much how to do anything. Yeah. So I think it's just, you know, we've come a long way. We still have a long way to go um, as far as, you know, women's rights politically and a lot of, you know, things that are going on and that are, bills that are trying to take away our right to do thing that things that we should be have a right to do as women. Um, so we still have a long way to go with a lot of things, but I'm just proud to be a woman. I'm yeah. proud to be a black woman. Like I yeah. am just like, I literally get overjoyed when I see people winning. Yeah. Like it's so inspiring. It, it just makes me feel like I can get there and you know and the more um black women and women succeed we get to get in more rooms and make more decisions and as we continue to do that we're also teaching our children and we're making these moves Mm -hmm. so we get into these rooms we will be able to make some adjustments okay it takes time but at least we're working towards it okay we're putting in that major Absolutely. And if there's something that you've been sitting on that you want to do, like, listen, the time is now. Do it. Try. Like, just put your best foot forward and try it out. There's so many resources. There's grants that you can get um, for women businesses specifically. Um, There's people that are teaching courses like, you know, you want to vet those courses and make sure that they're legit. But um, (laughs) You know, there's people to teach you how to do what you want to do. Find a mentor, um, do your research, and just do it. Like, because that's where we're at. We're trying it. (laughs) Yeah, just have to try it. And the thing is, you don't know unless you try it. Right. That's one thing I. That's one thing I know for sure. You Mm -hmm. have to try it to find out if you actually like it or want to continue to do it or want to put the energy in it that it takes do it. And the thing is, um, I reposted this, this thing two days back, back to back. The main guy from Shark Tank was like, 
they asked him, you know, um, Mr. Um, Mr. Evil, Mr. I forgot his name, but mm-hmm. ball headed one. They asked him like any advice you have with entre- for entrepreneurs. And it's like, um, be comfortable with failing, be comfortable yeah. with falling because it's, you have to, it's part of it. It's very hard to build businesses. And he's like one third of people are going to make it. So mm-hmm. you have to get comfortable with failing, get comfortable mm-hmm. with falling because it's going to happen. And not many people can persevere through yes. showing up and yep. getting response. Like it's literally mm-hmm. what you call insanity, right? Mm-hmm. Doing over and over again and seeing no results. Yep. And that's what business owners do. You see a result, then you don't see a result for a long time. Then you see results for a long time. But then, you know, businesses change all the time. Yep. And all you can do is keep showing up. Yep. And that's what we've had to do with our podcast as well. Like we keep showing up every week. If we, if we miss a week, we get right back on the next week. You know, life happens, things happen. But you guys, this is episode 75 for us. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're, we haven't even hit year two yet. Yeah. And we have 75 episodes. We're 75 episodes in. And we have seen people fall off after two months. Okay. You know, there's podcasts that have three, you know, three episodes because life happens. It, it, it's hard, you know. Podcast is definitely not an easy, it's not an easy realm. Um, I was seeing something like the decline in creating podcasts has gone down. Like at first mm-hmm. it was like a new podcast yeah. and now it's like, oh, there's a decline in people creating podcasts. I'm like, good. Because you know what also too, whenever something is trending or popular, everybody just jumps on. Right. And, and you have to know when to stay on the boat and when to jump off, you know? Mm-hmm. And the thing is so many people start it for financial reasons or because it's trendy because it's cool, but really oh, it's for doing, um, during quarantine. Yeah. They were just bored. It was or convenient. People, we're in the house anyway. We could do it over zoom. Like let's just get it cracking. And people also run out of things to talk about. And yeah. It's a huge commitment to show up every week, find content to talk about, make it interesting and want to do it all over again the following week. And so, um, thank God it's something that we enjoy. And so we are here and we show up and we appreciate you guys for being here. We appreciate you guys for listening and um, just showing up for us because yeah. we show up for y'all. Hopefully, you know, we come in with the expectation that this will connect. It will land with someone and it will help someone, um, whatever we're talking about. Um, so we hope that you guys are inspired by this episode um to just do all that you can in your woman and be proud of it and you know live your life out loud okay (laughs) big facts we really appreciate you guys truly yes thank you guys so much for listening make sure you guys are following us on instagram at somebody's mama pod you can listen and watch this episode also on youtube at somebody's mama podcast and you can stream it wherever podcasts are available thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see y'all next week bye Thank you.